You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, December 1st, 2021. Still, (laughs) holiday season is in full swing. And here we are having made it through another wonderful Thanksgiving. All the preparation, the fancy china, the guests, the non-stop eating, the kids, yours or someone else's, and of course, all that cleanup. Come to think of it, it was exhausting. But every bit of it was worth it, and we can find more than enough to be grateful for this holiday season. The real takeaway for today is, if you haven't finished your leftovers by now, it's probably best you listen to the immortal words of Elsa from Frozen and let it go, let it go. Hmm, I should probably learn more of the words to that song. Now for the important upcoming news. We have our much-anticipated virtual employee appreciation party coming up December 9th at noon, so if you haven't already, mark your calendars. This year, we'll share lunch virtually while solving the great holiday heist. Each attendee will get a gift card for lunch. All you have to do is make sure you RSVP. Tomorrow is the last day. Check your email or visit The Current for details. If you missed yesterday's all-hands meeting, you can find a recording up on The Current as well. And since we are on the topic of timely things, let's talk time. General time tracking in ITS Pro, that is. As we close out 2021 and move into 2022, just remember that you need to enter all your time for 2021, preferably before the break, though there is a grace period afterwards. And new general time logging issues will be released in January for all to enjoy. And now, on to our interview with Fred West. Doug, take it away. Hello, everyone. This is Douglas Benia, and I am here with the inevitable, abominable, infamous Fred West. Fred, nice to have you here. Uh, I'd Hi, love to know what would be the uh, adjective to call you. Hmm. Inscrutable. <laughs> nice. Everyone get your dictionaries. <laughs> yeah. All right, Fred. So I have you here. I'd love to know uh, just a few things about you and introduce you to a few folks around the department so they get to know you as well. So what is your title? The easy one. So my title is Business Analyst 2, is what I think the official profile says on me. But of course, that is so generic, it doesn't say necessarily what I do while I'm at my job. So would you prefer Business Analyst, the sequel? <laughs> I would consider SharePoint and Forms Master for websites, if that makes any sense. That at least gives some idea of what I do, who I am, where I work, and people will understand that a little bit better. If anyone's had to do anything with SharePoint, you're certainly the person. Yeah, it's certainly wound up that way through iterative processes. I wind up being the one that sees all the SharePoint requests go through and, and tends to understand SharePoint a little bit better, if that makes sense. Uh, yes. You do a lot of translating for me. Uh, For folks that don't know, I've been talking to Fred about SharePoint and all the uh, updates and things that's been going on in there. So it's exciting to bring you into here and to get to know a little bit more about. So what is your typical day like then exactly? So a lot of my day is 
basically I do a lot of troubleshooting when people have trouble with SharePoint. A lot of it is, is that a real problem or is it just a not understanding the tool the best? And if it's not understanding the tool, it's let's see if I can make it more user-friendly. SharePoint is fairly intuitive, but there is a little bit of a a learning curve on it. And sometimes you need to break it down and to make it less tech speak and more daily understanding speak. And then once it kicks in, it's like, oh, that's okay. Now I understand what the concepts are. And then they go for it. So I do a lot of troubleshooting with SharePoint stuff, a lot of building the initial SharePoint site and then giving turning that over to whoever's requested and they will be the owner of it from that point forward and then on the flip side i do a lot of the mock forms that are used in blink so if you've put a data collection form on your blink site you've probably requested a form for me so i will do the build of that and help you get that embedded into your site And I'm also on the EDMS team for OnBase. Basically, I've curated the training that you take to get involved in that. And I sometimes will sit in the meetings and kind of troubleshoot how to get you started into that. So it makes for a very full day. I can see that. So then how long have you been at the university? Uh, That's an interesting one. So I started... February 29th of 2000. So I've either been here 21 years or 4.1 years, depending on how you consider leap days. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) And so what what did you start at when you came in 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 the early 2000s? So I started working for, I split my time between two departments, the campus budget office and the real estate office. And I was all around IT desktop support. I I managed the web servers. I purchased and set up desktops and laptops and got people smartphones, whatever it was needed, IT. I used to joke that if it had a plug on it, it came across my desk at one point or another. Hmm. Just a side note here. You said smartphones. Is it official that we just call them phones now or are they still smart? No, I think they're still smartphones. I mean, if if you really want to be a Luddite, you can get a non-smartphone phone these days. So, you know, the phones still exist. And And now the phones are starting to have flip options. So now it's getting confusing. Yeah, yeah. A lot happening there. I was there before iPhones and tablets became things and had to work on getting those set up in the department with the understanding of, you know, how do we secure data and how do we get them into the network and and all that fun stuff. So I've been around. I used to joke. I used to say, don't get frustrated, get Fred. (laughs) I like that. We we can, we can build a banner for that. Yeah. That was, that was a motto for a long time. Don't get frustrated, get Fred. And now that IT has kind of specialized as we've rolled into, as I've been rolled into ITS and they want us to specialize things. It's now with SharePoint and forums. Don't get frustrated, get Fred. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that motto sticks around then. Yeah. Yeah. So then with 21 years, I mean, would you say like that's some of the biggest changes that you've seen or how has it been at the university for 21 years? And I think a lot of people could benefit from just a little bit perspective, right? Yeah, especially because I came external. So I worked for Fortune 500 companies before I came to the university and then coming to the university. And I see how decentralized the university was when I got here in 2000 and how we are slowly 
migrating to a more centralized IT function. And I get that. That's like, yeah, that's great. That'll help a lot. But I also have been doing IT long enough to know that there's a rubber band effect of that the two polar extremes are decentralized and very centralized. And we are we are constantly moving back and forth between those two points on the um, spectrum. So we're moving towards centralization now. And long after I'm gone, we will move back to decentralized too at, at some point or another. Interesting. That's a really interesting concept. So then uh, with your work, what are your approaches to work? You know, I mean, how are you at handling remote work, but then also to your just your daily workload? So one of the nice things that happened for me is they realized that I didn't need to be stuck in a cubicle even before the pandemic set in. So when ITS revamped the third floor of Torrey Pines, they just told me to take my stuff and go home and work from home all the time. And so I never saw the inside of Greenwich, the workspace there. They didn't even set aside a desk for me. So I've been lucky to work from home for quite some time. Uh, Initially, I didn't like it because I liked the personal interaction. I enjoyed coming to campus. But now I find myself far more productive, able to focus on things. I don't mind the what could be some people could consider isolation. I'm a very introverted person, so I can um, I can really thrive in this environment. I'm able to focus and do more research in this environment. My hardest challenge was when the pandemic set in and my husband also had to work from home, having both of us in the house at the same time did not work for us. <laughs> oh, so you have office mate problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had an office mate problem for a while until he figured out where he was going to work in the house kind of thing and set up an office there. So yeah, we had a little bit of that. Is that what you did? You sent him to the shed? Yeah, pretty much so. I I, I said, you know, why don't you go work on the lanai? And he's like, yes, I can go work from the lanai. So that's that's how that worked out. And I'll see you at five. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Folks won't be able to see, but I know you're you're behind you is a, a large stack of bookcases and many leather bound books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Smells of rich mahogany. It's a very nice office setup that we've created. And since I was here first, I got to claim it first. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your uh, favorite book in the back? Well, gee, uh, you know, it's funny. I've been collecting science fiction and fantasy since I was 12 or 13, and a lot of them are there. And I've finally switched over to doing the digital books kind of thing. And so, you know, of the series that are on the wall behind me, The Wheel of Time series is kind of really hot topic right now, only because they made a TV series out of it and that's starting to broadcast now. So I'm enjoying remembering working my way through that series. Oh, good, good. So I got two more questions here. One is, what's your proudest moment in your work so far? In my job, some of my prouder moments are honestly when I see people get SharePoint. Because, you know, SharePoint for many years has had a bad reputation. And people are like, no, I don't want to use it. And no, it doesn't make sense. And and I am very happy to be able to help rehabilitate SharePoint's reputation, if that makes any <laughs> sense. People don't understand what it's for, how it's used. And change is bad. And I'm happy to work with somebody and share what I know and what 
happens is the lights go on and all of a sudden there's an aha moment. And I love those aha moments when somebody goes, yes, this is exactly what I needed. And wow, okay, yeah, this is a powerful tool. In fact, working with you, you had a bit of that yourself. You know, again, you SharePoint bad kind of thing. But once you and I sat down and we looked at it and walked you through some of the stuff, you were like, yes, this is a perfect tool. And Microsoft has been making a lot of updates to how SharePoint works, especially within the last two years. So it's much more approachable and user-friendly at this point. It's a little more intuitive. There's some basic stuff you need to understand. But once you got that, you can go off and do a lot of different things with SharePoint now. That's amazing. I think you highlighted one of the most important things is that sometimes, you know, working in tech and, and, and at IT services is that, you know, we're very tech centric, right? But ultimately, at, at the end of the day, it's really about serving people and, and the customer service and focusing on the people's experience using that tech. And so we work in tech, but we work for people. So I think that's a beautiful example of that. And my last question is, uh, you know, what's a, what's a big goal in your life now, you know, beyond work and <laughs> just where are you headed in life? So a lot of my time is because I have been here 20 years. I am older than the average staff person. I think I'm staring down the barrel at retirement, what I'm doing post UCSD kind of thing. So I do have business aspirations outside that kind of freak people out when they learn about them. Mm -hmm. I have had a sideline side gig for 20 years or so as a fortune teller. I read tarot cards and astrology and do all that fun stuff. And post-retirement, that will be my full-time career. So I'm doing what I can now to slowly build up my reputation in that environment so that when I do finally retire, the transition is easier. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. Come to you then. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoy, again, I have this love of having, helping people find their aha moments and whether I do it with technology or whether I do it with other metaphysical resources that really sparks joy in me. And so I use my left brain, right brain balance to keep the technical and the magical in perspective. That's incredible. Well, that is an amazing goal to have in life. So I'm excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm always amazed. That, that's been one of my questions lately for older staff members or friends or anyone. It's like, what is your plan for retirement? Because to just say, I don't want to work. I'm like, that's not a good enough plan. What is it? You know, how are you following your bliss into your retirement? you know, kind of thing. How are you, you know, what's going to fill your days? Because I think that's really important. I'm a big proponent of work-life balance. And, you know, the pandemic has not been good for that. Even though we've all been working from home, we tend not to, we tend to work too much a little bit and we get way stressed out. To turn of, off. Yeah. And we forget to turn the day job off. Mm -hmm. so. Well, brings us to our time. So I just wanted to say thank you so much, Fred, for joining us here. Cool. Um, been a pleasure learning about you and letting you speak to the masses. <laughs> Doug, Douglas, can I just say one more thing? Mm -hmm, of if anyone is interested in the SharePoint site, go to Blink and just type SharePoint online and it will give you the information you need to get started. And at the bottom, there's a form you can fill out and request a SharePoint site. So if that's what you're interested in, it will wind up on my desk and we will get you working on that. And final question, did you build that form? <laughs> You know, I did. I built the page <laughs> and the form. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Fred. Enjoy the rest of your day. And 
Thanks. We appreciate you being here. Sure thing, Douglas. All right. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.